Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, we have Professor X joining Legion. Who is Clark Gregg playing in season six of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? It ain't Agent Coulson. And much rejoicing, especially from our own Zia Landerson. Cloak and Dagger season two. We have a premiere date. Marvel TV Weekly starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ah, yes, that is right. If it's Sunday, if it's 9 Pacific time, it's Marvel TV Weekly. I'm Christian Butt, joined as always by the one, the only, Zia Anderson. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm excited to be here, and I'm especially excited to be here with the birthday boy. We have to say what? happy birthday to yeah. our Christian guys. Hey, dude was back on Friday. Yeah, I'm so much older counts. than I was on my birthday, but thank you. <laughs> and I think I wished you a happy birthday. Yes, your you birthday did. is a whole week before mine. Yes, now you we have did. no more birthdays. Steve in the booth, your birthday's not coming up any day soon, I hope. Because mm, uh, Nope. Okay. Okay. All right. But you let us know if, if it's coming close. All right. I just didn't want to leave him out if like, his birthday was tomorrow. And we didn't I wish know. Him. We just didn't say anything. Uh, so somebody we don't know when his birthday is, but we know when he's joining this. this is a, that was a bad transition. But anyway, <laughs> he tried. He tried uh, Legion, which is a show near and dear to Z in my heart because it was on the Legion after show panel that I met Zia for the first time mm-hmm. and was like, how do I trick this girl into joining Marvel TV Weekly? All my other co-hosts keep leaving me. So she's been here ever since. But uh, I, I, I really like the show, even if. I sometimes some episodes is like half the time I'm like I don't know what's going on. And sometimes it's only like about a quarter, but it's oh, always yeah. visually so stunning and it's so well done. Uh, the acting is, is great. Everything about it is great except that I sometimes have to think about what did I just watch? Oh yeah. And I and I love that about it. I love Legion. Legion is such a ride to watch because again yeah. like you said it's so visually stunning and also it's so interesting. Just the way they do it, it makes you think, but I like it. It makes you think in a good way. Yeah, you know, I think that, uh, look, I'm very happily married and so glad to not be uh, living the single life. But if I were single, I would probably use Legion as my way to weed out a girl as to whether or not she was worth dating. It's like, if she doesn't, <laughs> if, she, if she can't handle it, then I clearly don't want to be with her. Then you're not weird enough yeah. for me, Missy. And I don't, I don't say that just because my wife falls asleep during it. It's not that she didn't like it. It was just, it was on at like 10 o'clock at night and we have two kids and well, uh, it's hard to stay up for. So Life is unfortunate when it gets in the way for those reasons. Yeah. It's not the... Uh, but uh, love the show. Uh, I I think that Noah Hawley does an amazing job. Uh, somebody who was determined to not really do a comic book show in the way that people expect it. He does an amazing job with Fargo, another FX show that he does. Not Marvel related at all. I'm just saying that he's great. The two shows that he does are, are two of the best shows uh, on television. And very excited and glad to hear that you know there will be the third season. Especially the way that the second season left off. Yes. And uh, I want to see where that goes. But he said that he always had it planned out for three seasons. And the only way to finish that story was with Charles Xavier. Yes. 
So we needed that. I didn't know if we were ever going to get him on the show. I thought that maybe whenever the show ended, we'd see him in like the final scene of the last episode. And, you know, he'd just be like, David. And then David would be like, oh, great. My dad's here. I got to go. And that was it. And then yeah. cut to black. And that's the end of the season. Right. The series. But uh, they've actually cast an actor who's going to play him. Uh, we do have a photo of him, if we can show it on YouTube. His name is Harry Lloyd. And uh, apparently he's from Game of Thrones. Um, have you not seen this? Oh, and I don't. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Christian, yeah. you, I've told I you. I thought we were friends. We're, yeah, well, I forget th- about this every time. See, this is how this is how you could weed people out. You'd be like, "Wait, you don't watch Game of Thrones? What? Don't even ask me about Harry Potter." <laughs> uh, but so uh, I think uh, it's it's great. He in the photo we have doesn't look anything like Professor Xavier, and he has said that he does not plan to shave his head for the role. Really? And it's not entirely necessary, depending. On the time frame you're using, because as we know, he wasn't always bald. He just went bald because of the, you know, incredibly strong psychic powers that he had. Psychic isn't the the right term for it, but it is uh, strong telepathic abilities. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I don't know if that means that they're going to do like some like bad, like green screen, bald cap kind of combination or something. But uh uh, what do you think about this casting? Because you know this actor from Game of I Thrones. I do. He's only in the first season. I love in the in the chat. Stardrew says, I don't watch Game of Thrones either. That's my man. Darn it, Stardrew. Yeah. Um, Ivan Soto says, what a jerk not shaving his head. Ivan doesn't watch the show either. I'm um, sorry that that made me laugh. But it's like, it's like yeah, if you're going to play Professor X, I James know. McAvoy shaved his head. Now, granted, Patrick Stewart had no choice. He had to play Professor X bald. There, you know, there was no two ways well, about it. of course. It. But... James McAvoy did have to shave his head, and he did. Well, he did, but he and he kept it. He kept the hair when he needed the hair, and then shaved yeah. it when it was and, time. And I'm sorry, Harry Lloyd, you're not James McAvoy. Don't no. think you're bigger than him. He shaved his head again for uh, Glass. Great, yeah, good for him. And he got in shape. Don't even get me started on what some of these crazy like. I mean, look at uh, Christian Bale. Good God. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. what some people do anyway. Anyway, um, I he plays um, a great dick in. Um, in Game oh. of Thrones. He's only Wait a minute, in... I, I love Professor X. I don't want that. I know. He's only in one season, and he's a major douchebag. So I'm super curious to see how he plays out as Professor X. I'm I'm not quite picturing it, but I definitely go into all of these roles always being optimistic. Because you never know. I mean, we got... I was not expecting a great Joker role from... Um, Oh my God, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, but he was, was so, fantastic. I, I, I was, this was another one of those determining moments. If the next words out of your mouth were Jared Leto, there was probably going to be a problem. No. But again, not Marvel. Uh, um, but yeah, so it was just so I, I always go into them being like, you know what? Anyone can play anyone. I think as long as they bring, um, you know, whatever the role needs to the role. And I just, I'm curious to see how he does it. But I, I can't quite picture it yet. Yeah, and uh, so there was an interesting – it's from a a website called uh, SuperheroHype.com. There was an interview with him where uh, Harry Light talked about how late last year he watched all the X-Men movies with both James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart. He watched Legion, and he's really, like, reading a lot of comics to try and put his own spin on it. Good for him. But I – I, I never get when people are like, yeah, I didn't like if somebody's going to take over James Bond, like, well, I didn't watch any of them. I'm just going to say it's like, no, you should watch. Absolutely. And, and it's like it, it might help you be like, all right, I know how to do that a little differently. Oh, let me not do that because I don't want to do the same thing. So I think he's going at it the right way, except shave your head, bro. Come on. It'll it'll grow back. And if it doesn't, you know, come on. It's 2019. Every, everybody's bald now. Come on. 
you, you I know, mean, there's yeah. worse things than looking like Pitbull, right? Um, so <laughs> the obviously Professor Xavier is an important part in David's life, uh, except that he's actually not part of his life because he's not around. But he is his father, and I think that uh, the in the comics that was always kind of the explanation for why he's just so incredibly powerful. Uh, and his mother, Gabrielle Holler, sorry, is a, a Holocaust survivor. This would not fit into the timeline for what we have now on the TV no. show. But she was a Holocaust survivor and uh, got to know Professor she was Xavier. She patient, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And Chuck, come on. I know. You come know, on. That's, you know, we had some creepy doctor patient stuff on happened. Punisher season yeah. two. And... Chuck, 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 Chuck. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, and the the backstory is great. And they have a cast and actress as Gabrielle as well. So we're getting these two characters. We're going to meet his real parents, not his, like, adopted family. And I think, I don't know, how didn't we only get, like, ten episodes? I don't even know. I think the show's usually only, like, the first season was eight episodes. Mm-hmm. I think the second season was ten episodes. I think so, too. So we're probably only going to get about that. Eight or ten, yeah. So I feel like they're going to have to really pack a lot of story into these few episodes. But as, you know, with your familiarity of the Legion character, looking ahead to this season, which uh, I believe will be late this spring, uh, they didn't give us an actual premiere date, but it'll be yeah. in the first half of 2019. So, we can talk about your it excitement level about the about all the things they're looking to do for Legion in season three. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Especially where we left off last season with David going off on his own, kind of against everybody when they put him on that trial. Ugh. That was a sham trial. By oh, the way. it was such a sham trial. Yeah. I was definitely on David's side there. Remember, we had so much trouble talking we about had so that much on the after show about it. because we did. there there was. Uh, there was a very like Me Too aspect to something that that there he did. Was and uh, let's not rehash it, but I just no. remember it was really difficult to talk about, and so it it was a little difficult to actually be on David's side. Uh, not for the, me. No, well, yes, you you had you had the out clause. You're not allowed to. I was not allowed to be Team David, but I'm like I'm totally am. Yeah, because the Shadow King is pushing everybody against him. Of course, and literally everybody is against and him because the Shadow. Fall- for it yeah. is what's so obnoxious. Even and people are way too smart for it. You see David doing literally the best that he can do in this situation, and for as broken as he is, and as everything he's gone through with the Shadow King, and all of the, the actual um, uh, mental health issues that he is going through, on top of his powers manifesting themselves in ways that he can't necessarily control all the time, it's just, it's everything he's going through is insane, and I think the way that he handled it he did very, very well, and then he just has the people that he loves and trusts the most turning against him. And I'm curious to see this Pokepot. I, I was wondering if they were going to take an apocalypse sort of angle. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. And but I don't, I don't know if that's. I just it was a thought that I had, but it might be too big for TV. Um, but I think it would be really cool. Yeah, uh, I, I think it'll be interesting to see, and that's kind of the whole point about Professor X being in here. Uh, because you wondered if they would ever do it, that you would feel that the story is incomplete. And it's uh, we'll talk a little bit about The Gifted uh, later in the show. And the biggest problem with The Gifted, there's a lot, but the biggest <laughs> problem with The Gifted is like, look, I, I don't expect to see an entire X-Men team. Like, I don't want everybody who's on my shirt to show up in an episode. I would. But 
No, no, I, no, I, would love I know that. what you mean. Yeah. But it's like if you get like one fringe, so it's like the way that you get Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Deadpool. Yeah, Colossus exactly. is a major. Like he's in. He's like an OG second generation. So he's not really OG, but he's like part of the original, all new, all different X Men. So except that he, except he got totally jerked over in the movies. They he don't, wasn't they, Russian at all. Right? They never did him well so in the movies. He made him such a great character for that. And Negasonic Teenage Warhead was a fringe character, and none of those powers are actually hers. So it's like just character, take side characters like that, have them. Show Show up like, hey, glad you guys are doing the good fight. All right, I got to go. I'm glad we got to see more of the Morlocks, though. That we're seeing yes. a bit more no, of that, that. that. That definitely makes it more interesting. But anyway, uh, and so in that show, I feel like what you need is just a little bit more sense that it's grounded in, in the world of the X-Men without just referencing the X-Men and alluding to Polaris like... You know, I was a big fan of your dad when I was growing up. Yeah. But they never say Magneto. They never say Magneto. Are they not dad. allowed to say it? Uh, possibly. Is that it might that... Be, there could be like a like a memorandum from Fox that's like, do not mention Magneto. So you can you can hint at it, but you can't mention it. I, I'm not sure, but that's a that's a feeling that I've had uh, throughout the course of that that series. Silhouetted animator in the chat says the gifted is just boring, in my opinion. And uh, I there are many weeks where I would agree with agree. you. Yeah. Most most weeks. Weeks, uh, I, I would agree with you, uh, but uh, Legion, on the other hand, is never boring, but it's always missing. And the first season, my wife watched the whole first season, had no idea Professor X was was his father because oh. she doesn't know from the comics. I only and, knew from the comics, and they didn't. You know, they barely touched on it the first season. I think you saw the the wheels of his wheelchair at one point like just really quickly second season they talk about it a little more but she slept through that but uh so i uh, you know i was just wondering i'm like are we ever really going to get him because david's a fascinating character and i think it'll be great to actually have him interacting and uh let us know if uh, if the chat feels differently but i'm sorry how would you possibly feel differently uh and by the way i mentioned before that uh, Gabrielle, Gabrielle Haller, it will be on the show. She will be portrayed by an actress named Stephanie Corneliuson. And I don't know how to say that. And I don't know who she is. But she uh, apparently pretty. is from uh, Mr. Robot. Mr. But, Robot. Okay. Yeah. I have not uh, seen. I have not seen that. But I, she's uh, but, beautiful. But I thought that Mr. Robot did a decent job as Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. I know that's <laughs> not his character's name. It's fine. It's just jokes here. Um, but yeah. And uh, just to kind of circle back, uh, Gabrielle was – so she was a Holocaust survivor, but she'd spent years kind of in a catatonic state. And Professor Xavier comes by like, oh, check me out with my fancy uh, mind powers. And apparently he was so good at his job that uh, she fell in love with him and uh, ended up with baby. a David. Ended up and, with a David. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then Xavier's like – I got to get out of Israel. I got uh, I got stuff going on back in Westchester. I got a I got a uh, space girlfriend, uh, Empress Lalandra. I got places to be. I don't think that's quite the timeline, but you know, for the sake of this this little version of the summary, so uh, it'll be interesting to see them together in the show and interacting with David. And I would say this that Legion might not be my absolute favorite 
comic book series, but it's the most unique and it's always the most interesting. It's you know? so interesting. Yeah. The show is what got me reading the comics because I was started watching the show and then started reading the comics kind of alongside it. Yeah. And then for, in preparation for season two, I was like, I got to know more. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tell me everything. So we will talk a lot more about this as it gets closer. We'll probably get some more information uh, about some maybe some other casting, maybe. Maybe we'll get Colossus. Who knows? No, probably not. Probably not, but, but that would be fun. Yeah, but if we get if we get like another X Man or you know, and by the way, X Man is actually a non gender term. It would be great if we get an X Woman. We'll get an X person. Thank you. <laughs> uh so uh I'm really looking forward to that. We'll talk a lot more about that when it comes and uh I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll find our way onto the uh, the Legion panel. Actually, you were on the Legion panel. I just guessed it a few times. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, and uh, we w- we will see about that in the near future. Uh, we will transition uh, momentarily to talking about some other exciting news. But first, Zia has this important message. Hey guys, before we move on to our next topic, could we before we move on to our okay? Next that was a good topic, job. Thanks, Zia. Thank you. Let's, We're pre- done let's now. pretend that didn't That's happen. Enough. But before we get to that, Zia has this important (laughs) message. Hey, guys. Before we move on to our next topic, we just want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. For for us to continue to grow, we could use your help. Um, Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. There's just a little subscribe button. All you got to do is hit it. You can turn the notifications on or off if you want to know when the next show is. If you find it annoying, just turn it off. You don't have to deal with it. Um, But that helps us out a ton. Um, If you give us a rating on iTunes... Go ahead and hit the five stars because stars one through four, they don't even work at all. So just don't even worry about it. Hit five. Uh, Leave us a comment so we can talk to you guys because we love talking to you guys. And um, being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to, well, me especially, and I know probably Christian as well, because we get to come here and we get to nerd out about all the things that we love to. And there's, I, I feel like there's nobody else I could talk to this, talk to about this as much as I can talk to you, Christian, and you guys, because everybody else gets annoyed and just calls me a nerd. And I'm yeah, not joking. My, my <laughs> wife doesn't watch a lot of these shows with me. And uh, Z and I spend hours, especially shows that we do the after hours. show for, like Iron Fist, Daredevil, and Punisher. And then we do this show. And in case you didn't catch the news a couple weeks ago, Z and I now are on the Popcorn Talk Network, our sister network, the Popcorn Talk Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific. That's 4 Eastern. We're on Marvel Movie News as well. So basically, if there's people talking Marvel, we're going to be somewhere on there lurking around in the shadows. We're going to figure it out. (laughs) Even if it's another after show that we don't get on, we're always waiting for someone to leave and we're like, okay, hey guys, we're ready. We're going to be like kind of in the bushes outside the party. Like, (laughs) oh, what about this? You know, so, uh, yeah. Yelling in. So, and I do love getting to come here and talk about these shows that no one in my civilian life cares anywhere near as much about these as, as Zia and then everybody out there in the chat, the live chat, and also the, you know, the The uh, after the fact comments, which we always like to read. So seriously, thank you all for supporting us and doing what we love. It's this is amazing. So uh, speaking of amazing, I know Zia is very excited about (laughs) season two of Cloak and Dagger. You know what? It's only a couple months away. It's Uh. less than two months away. Um, And it'll be a two hour premiere event on Thursday, April the 4th. And that means that we're on Sundays, so you'll have to watch it between Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You have four days to watch it. It's two hours. It's going to be like watching two episodes. 
But the gift will probably be over by then uh, because I think it's a 17 episode order. Uh, and 17 episodes of the I think so. Yeah, so we're, we're on at 13, 13 already. now. So we've yeah. got four more. Yeah. So if last year's okay. any indication. 17. Anyway. Is so, this going to be, do you know, I'm sorry, just to interrupt. Sure. Do you know if this is going to be a released weekly or is it going to be released all at once? Yeah. Cloak it, and because it's on free form, it's going to be weekly. Okay, great. Yeah. So you will not, it's not like. The Runaways, where they just dumped 13 of them in my lap right before Christmas. And I'm going to admit, I am not done. I wanted to be done by this week, but I could not finish. I'm on episode 10, and it's it's hard. It's not even that I'm enjoying it. I have problems with it, and we'll talk about it next week. Um, It's not like it's hard to watch. It's hard to carve out the time to watch. I knew I needed to get through it before The Punisher because The Punisher was good. It took over. It's Frank. I don't want him to find out that I hadn't watched just imagine. So, uh, Cloak and Dagger, uh, we've talked a lot about this show on this show. And I really love the characters. I think they did a good job casting them. And I saw season one as the origin story. And right when it ended, I'm like, great. Now they're ready to go Cloak and Dagger and do some Cloak and Daggering. Um, cloak and Daggering. Yeah, I thought that sounded good. I like it. So, you had... Tremendous problem. You don't like the casting of either of them, or what's what are your what are your fundamental problems? All right, my fundamental problems are the fact that they try they tried too hard. My my biggest issue with the show is that they tried too hard to make it gritty, and it's yeah. not. Well, and that's always a problem when you have gritty on a, a channel that not that long ago was called ABC Family. Yeah, and. Even if it was always called Freeform, you're not going to be able to show much. You know, you have a little bit of violence. And I think that they swore on it, which surprised me. And, you know, not they like, did. They not, did. Not, you know, no F words, but, the, you know, no, but, but the like thing, they had a little bit. With the swearing, that also is it also felt really forced. They're like, yeah. oh, we're going to be bad A here and we're going to say bad words. And I was yeah. like, oh, dear God. I, I, <laughs> you sound like I, a 13 year old. I feel like, like that way sometimes with Netflix shows, <laughs> but I know what you, you're legitimately right. Um, and I just uh, I really look forward, though, to what happened to uh, Detective O'Brien. And I hope I got her name right. Yes. Who is going to be if you haven't watched season one, this is actually going to be a little bit of a spoiler. So this is a minor spoiler, though, because if you look at if you know, it's OK. You can, you can if you look at any of the marketing materials for season two, it says that season two is going to be Mayhem. So you know that Mayhem is going to be the big bad guy, which is good because I, I didn't need that like Irish cop to be the bad guy for another season. I, no, I, that I was hope that Ty never spits done. him out of the of the darkness. I don't yeah. need to see that guy again. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that because I think that'll be an interesting part of their world. Uh, are we going to get Mr. Jip too? I, I don't know if I don't know if we're going to be that lucky. But if we get some of the real cloak and dagger story, maybe Zia, you'll be a little bit happier. Maybe that, and you know, and I just it did feel a little bit like there were a lot of scenes where the acting bothered me a little bit too. They, they're, they're, you know. I mean, it's not Shakespeare in the Park. No, it's I'm not. not say, I'm, I'm not saying, like, I'm not going to say that. I yeah. have probably high standards, especially because I tend to prefer the the uh, Netflix shows. Which the acting on those, for the most part, has been fantastic. great. Yeah. yeah, and just the the production value, all of it is really great. So it's, hard, it's really hard for me to go from something like that to something like this. And I'm just like, nah, I'm just not feeling it as much. And 
there was one point where I was like, if I have to see one more scene of Tandy, like, frantically searching through paperwork while some really trendy song comes on, and it's yeah. like, oh, she's doing things the, and figuring stuff no, out. The, I'm like, oh, God. The, oh, God. So I, I always make fun of Zia for saying that she is too old for that show. Despite the fact that I am a baker's dozen older than she is. And, and I know I love Ghost the show. here is 35, and he loves it, too. Yeah. Uh, I know. But here's, I know. here's what I will say I'm too old for is the music in that show. Oh, I'm just soundtrack. like, this music. the soundtrack is awful. As great as the soundtrack was on Punisher Season 2, oh, so good. this is the opposite. Exactly. And I know that they're not trying to sell this show to me, so the music, you know, they're... There's, there's, there's not going to be Metallica and Iron no, Maiden. No, and I understand you know, I get that. It. You don't even want to have, you know, but like Bad Company. A good uh, score. Yeah, yeah, great. Take some of the pop music out, but just I a think that bit. that's part of the business model well, of freeform. And you the, know? yeah, that's the thing. That's what they're they're aiming toward. That's the audience they're aiming towards. And I just don't think that's me. I just think that the show isn't meant for me. Um, you might be right. They're definitely more <laughs> trying to get you than they're trying to get me. They definitely don't want me. They want, they'll like wait around for a couple more years for my kids to watch it probably. But just a few too. It won't be long. Yeah, not that long. So, uh, but I like the characters so much that I was willing to watch a show on Freeform. And uh, I got past that prejudice, but uh, it's still a bit of a challenge for Zia. But let us know if you're watching live in the chat or if you're watching after the fact. Leave comments and we can read them next week. Stardew uh, does are, say... It's are a- you excited? Let us know. Are you excited for season four or are you hashtag Team Zia? I, I mean, we're going back and forth in here. Stardew says it is a teenage show and that's kind of how I felt about it. And I and I can like some teenage shows. I just This one just doesn't really do it for me. Um, so what you would like is like my so-called life with superpowers? I don't even know what that show is. It's Claire Danes. She's like 14. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Nice. And, and by the way, Jared Leto, when he was like slightly older. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. <clears throat> okay. We want to talk about me feeling old. Anyway, go ahead. Keep reading some comments. And then, of course, Ivan Soto says, um, I love Cloak and Dagger. So he loves that. Yeah. And he also said, I think uh, I heard the showrunner say that we'll be seeing Mr. Jip. Well, see, there you go. So I just mentioned that, that was I was teased, hoping we yeah. would get Mr. Jip as well. So that'd be great. And Serenity says, I don't get why people pay attention to music that's in the background of shows. So weird to me. I never pay attention. Okay, so here's the to thing. To remember music that has that's non-musical. I will notice music when it's great, and it will stand out when it, it's jarring and misplaced. Exactly. In general, music that, that's on, I, I'm not like, what's the name of that song? No. It has to really catch me. It's you more know? to set the tone yeah. for the show. Like but sh- you're right, if it's jarring. A, a show like Lost didn't have a lot of music, but when they used it, you were like, whoa, that's like really well placed. So that stands out. The Sopranos is a great example. That was a show that used music really well. A lot of shows, no, I don't notice it. It's like incidental. You know, sometimes... It is actual music, you know. It's not like they they don't have like a house band that uh, you know made like a fake rock song. Uh, but uh, I, I notice it when it's really good. And I'm not even I don't even want to go so far as to saying Cloak and Dagger it's bad. It's just for uh, a I don't know. It's, it's for, for like two generations. Yeah, that's it's all. a couple decades after me. Let's put it that way. It's for the. I don't even know what they are now. It's like the you know. It's Gen like people. You know what? No, what it's it not is? even. Because, no, Where, no, 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 no. This is this is like I don't know. These these are people that have never bought a compact disc. This is people how they get their music is that if they pay for it, they just like buy it on their phone and they only listen to it on their phone. This is people who have never physically bought an album of, you know, they're like, well, I like that one song. I don't know if they have eight more songs that I like. I wouldn't look for it. So it's a it's it's a different it's a different ball of wax entirely. That's the way I feel. Ooh, Ghost here. I'm sorry. This is just a tiny bit off topic. But Ghost here says I want to hear Christian's thoughts on Deadly Class. Ghost, I actually really want to watch 
watch that because yeah, that actually, is intriguing to me. That, that is definitely off topic, and it does remind me that I haven't seen it, and I would like to. So I don't have any thoughts on it. I have thoughts of like, man, I just wish there was more time in the day and less gifted to watch. That's mostly a joke. But um, I would love to watch it. I just haven't seen it. No, um, it looks really cool to me. I'm actually interested in that show. Well, I'm sorry, Z, but we are going to have more Cloak & Dagger talk in the weeks ahead. Uh, you've got about two months before we're really diving in. And you know what? Maybe, maybe the second like season, it more. maybe you're not going to love it, but maybe they're going to like, all right, they kind of want me. There are definitely yeah. shows. I'll use a perfect example, completely off topic, except for the fact that Star-Lord was on the show. If you watch the first season of Parks and Recreation, it's not that good. The show gets good, and then it gets great. Very rarely does it... You know, look at the first six episodes of The Office. That show's not great. It's it's okay. And then it's great. So maybe, just maybe, Cloak & Dagger's going to be one of those shows. But also maybe not. Uh, another show that I'll use as an example that I thought when it started, it had a great pilot, and then I thought the first half of the first season wasn't that great and it was it really let me down actually because it wasn't what i expected but by the end of the first season of agents of shield i actually was just like okay this is great i do like these characters i really like what they're doing i like the way that they kind of offset the marvel universe and i thought that it complemented the movies really well uh and i always liked colson some of the other characters really had to win me over uh but Zia, you have not watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't. And you are now at a 110-episode deficit. Oh, my God. And the show comes back, I think, in June. So that gives you four months. <laughs> so and to be fair, our, our friend uh, Amy Cassandra Martinez, who, when I say is no longer with us, she is still alive and well. Thank She's God. not with us on this show. She's not with us on Marvel Movie News either. She's uh, got a full-time job that keeps her away from After Buzz and uh, Popcorn Talk, except for... A little bit in the evening on Sunday. So if you know Amy, you can find her. But she powered through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when she got on this show. That's what I heard. She said she just binge watched them Because all. she loved it. That's and, good. And, and uh, there's a little, there's a couple of ebbs and flows of, of times where I haven't loved it. But you, you will get Ghost Rider. And this isn't Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. Uh, Ghost Rider is so good on this okay. show. Okay. But you have you to. You have me there. You have to get to season four. So, so that's so many but seasons. But you said season one is a bit of a letdown. It, it, but once you, by the time you get to the, the end of season one. By the time you get to the end of season one was good. And then into season the two, The last like, few episodes, I'm like, oh, okay, they're building or something really good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but at, at first, it was it's just a letdown because they spent, you know, like $10 million on the pilot or whatever. And you're like, oh, my God. You see, you know, there's flying cars and all this. There's none of that stuff in the episodes like two through 16. You I'm going to have to call in sick to work for like a month and be like, look, this is really important. I have to actually watch watch um agents now that's the kind of dedication that we like to see (laughs) so um so we'll uh talk a little bit it's mostly i'll talk about it but uh steve if you can kind of play in the background there is the latest trailer that we have uh for season six of agents of shield which will be on abc in june sometime uh they need to have uh, plenty of time after after uh avengers endgame where they start off letting us know that Agent Coulson is dead. So it's not even really a spoiler because he's right there in the commercial. And if you saw season five, you. Uh, you thought that he might die at the end of season five. And now they're just like, hey, he is dead. Matt's running the show. But it's the whole gang. It's everybody. Oh, except Fitz. Where's Fitz? we got to find Fitz. All right. But uh, the crazy thing is, and Clark Gregg has talked a little bit about this, and there are questions about did he intentionally act like he let something slip? Or... Did he really let it slip? 
that, uh, you know, his character is something interesting that is not what you think he's going to be at first. Because we meet him, and he looks just like Agent Coulson, because that's what Clark Gregg looks like. He looks like Agent Coulson. (laughs) And he says in this trailer, he's like, what shield? I've never heard of it. So... A lot of us have been wondering, like, well, then who is this guy? And we talked a little bit, and this is that moment right there. He's like, what is she? Yeah. This is that moment where we, and we talked about this on Marvel Movie News a couple of times, is, well, then what could he possibly be? And uh, there are a few theories. Because of that show, he could be an LMD, which is essentially like a clone robot sort of a deal. That's the short explanation. Could be a Skrull, which I think would be really cool because it's a tie into Captain Marvel, where we will see a young Agent Coulson and a young Nick Fury, which I think will be fun. Um, and probably like a million references to like Blockbuster Video and AOL and you know, oh, I all, hope the, so. all the good stuff. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> quick side thing. you If you haven't seen the Captain Marvel website, you need to go find it right now because it is a very 90s website. Like somebody made it on GeoCities and it has the page counter. It has the guest book. It has the really bad like spinning graphic. Everything about it is everything that you want. I'm sure that we will talk about that on Marvel Movie News on Thursday. Anyway, uh, so... Let us know in the chat what you think. If this isn't Phil Coulson, who could it possibly be? Now, I've had some thoughts are that the Phil Coulson we saw in seasons one through five, that actually wasn't the real one. This is the one who got killed in Avengers. And I'm sorry if you didn't see Avengers and you're watching this show, you deserve to have that spoiled. And, you know, whatever that was. That was like the clone or robot sort of a thing. And then this is that guy, and he just doesn't remember because, you know, he's been he's been dead for seven years. Um, so, you know, one of them could be a scroll. There's so many different possibilities. And that's the fun thing is that over the next four months, we'll probably get little bits of information, little scenes and things. And we can just continue to guess about what we think it is. But I'm glad to see that the, the whole gang will be back, uh, except, of course, as we mentioned, we're – Still still seeing if we can find us some fits, but uh, Deke's going to be around again, and uh, it'll be interesting to see also the impact of the snap, which we saw at the end of season five. So uh, a lot's to see, but Zia, you're going to have to either dive in or watch 100, it's not 110 hours because it's without commercials, but... 110 shows. That's close to 110 hours because it's what? It's like 45, 45 minutes. It's like 45 minutes, minutes. Yeah. It's so. getting real close. It's I'm like getting close. 100 hours, maybe. It's probably about 100 hours. 100 yeah. hours. Yeah. That's not that bad. That's just so an entire week of work, just call out. Yeah. Someone needs to call my job and tell them I'm dying. Yeah. They got to pay you anyway. <laughs> it's not going to like, pay. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm not just blowing off work to watch TV. You guys got to pay me anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, uh, what are uh, what are people saying in the chat about all this? Um, okay, so we've got it. Well, Ivan needs it to be Coulson, and he's very adamant about that. Okay, and, so um, it could be Coulson who's forgotten. It could be. Uh, silhouetted animator says Agent, Agents of Shield goes a little overboard and vivid with the violence at times. You know what? Um, I don't know if you know me that well, but I will like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're you're gonna have no problem with the violence. On I'm this gonna show. be excited about that. I mean, we it's, we watched the Punisher side by side right next to each other. We watched uh, Punisher episode 13. Zia is gonna have no problem with the violence on no. Agents of Shield. And Stardew here says, Can Zia watch the Stanley episode? Of of um, the Simpsons, I know I will get to it. 
It's on it's on my list of things to watch. Oh, I'm having a hard I, time keeping up with everything. There's a lot. There's so much out there, you know? Haywood Wong says, Z, it's on Netflix and all capitals watch it. So it sounds like everybody, for the most part. Uh, Stardew says, what do we know about the Cree and or cousin to be reborn? Probably Coulson cool is Coulson. what he meant to yeah, say. To yeah, to be reborn. Yeah, uh, I mean, we don't know as much. Look, a, a month from now, we'll all have seen Captain Marvel and we'll probably have some better ideas yeah. for how it's all going to work out. And, we can uh, talk about it in a month. Yeah. Let's revisit this topic. Yes, let's definitely revisit it. But uh, look, I'm excited. I think that season five of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they, they've done a pretty good job in having the last few seasons be really interesting, unique, standalone stories. And, you know, season five starting in space and then just sort of the way it wound up. Uh, I I think they did a really good job. It would it would have been a shame. There are other seasons where I would have been like, okay, well, you know, I don't know if they they earned another season. I was glad to hear that not only did they get a season six, but there will also be a season seven after that. So Ghost uh, actually says here that his favorite season of um, AOS is season four. I think that's the one with Ghost Rider. That's what you were saying before. And the Ghost Rider part is great. They spend a long time in the framework, and I've said many times on the show how I feel about the framework and how I feel about Ada, so uh, I disagree. Respectfully, that is not my favorite, but I love the Ghost Rider part. That first half is my favorite first half of a season. How about that? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, we are uh, running short on time, as always, because Lots to talk just, about. it's just only two of us, and just imagine if we had more people on this panel. We would, we would never get, we get through like one topic. Um, no. One of the things that I do want to talk about because it is TV news and we did not get a chance to talk about it on uh, Marvel Movie News is that uh, ABC has decided that they're not going to proceed with a pilot order for this drama, this Marvel drama that was from one of the writers of Wonder Woman, a writer named Alan Heinberg. This was a project about all female characters with super po- superpowers and it had uh, there was a it was just a big production commitment. You got to figure if it's Marvel superpowers would have been a lot of money. We just talked about how much they probably spent on the Agents of Shield. So that's what it really came down to. We don't know that much about it, but there are some ideas, and uh, there are ideas including A Force, Lady Liberators, and Fearless Defenders. Not to be confused with the Defenders. I probably would not use the term Defenders. I'm sure Netflix's lawyers would, uh, you know, have something to say about that. Um, and they've continued to try and have another series. You know, there was supposed to be the spinoff of Agents of Shield, uh, and there've been some other uh, close calls. Um, I know that we don't know what this show was, Zia, but potentially the idea that we could have gotten maybe a team of actual superpowered female uh, characters. Are you disappointed that we're not going to even get to find out what it was? A little bit. I would have just liked to have known who the characters were. If they're not interesting characters, then I understand why the show didn't get made. Because if they're kind of so obscure that... It's like okay, wait. Why are we doing a show about them again? Right. Um, but I would have, I would have liked to have known possibly who they were, so I could sort of make yeah. that judgment call. I could know whether or not I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's true. But when I heard what the uh, the slate of Netflix shows were going to be, I'm like. Who wants to watch shows about Power Man and Iron Fist? And I know some of you don't like Iron Fist, but I saw that and I was like, oh, man, really? That's what Daredevil always seemed like a, a like a slam dunk. And uh, Jessica Jones, I'm like, well, that could be interesting. Yeah. But the other two, I'm like, oh, that's, those are just guys who were never going to get movies. 
But maybe they will now. Anyway, maybe so... they'll just make an appearance. I know it's, it's hard to really quantify your level of disappointment, but let us know in the chat, you know, maybe you had some ideas for uh, who it could have been. Uh, and you know what? Maybe the idea will uh, shift over to Disney+. Plus. Maybe that's part of the reason why. Uh, ABC Studios, ABC Network. I don't know. It, it's it's all very incestuous. Um, we do only have a couple of moments here. So we haven't talked about The Gifted in a while. And it's actually been gone for a few weeks. Uh, because one week there was going to be a State of the Union. And then the next week there was a State of the Union address. But uh, it will be back this week uh, for episode 14. And uh, look, it's, it's a very uneven show uh, for... Every sequence where I'm like, oh, that's really cool the way that uh, Lauren can use her powers better. There's scenes where they have her translating German in longhand. And I'm like, who needed that? Like, we, we'd get it, you know, if she read it and we saw her typing. And then she's like, oh, I figured out what it was. You know, um, I think that the backstory continues to be interesting. And while none of those co-hosts are on the show anymore, everybody made fun of me, mostly our uh, former co-host, Michael Shirley, for being so excited that Fenris was factoring into this story. I think it's really interesting. There's just a lot of stuff, Zia, that you just you watch the show and you go like, why are we getting so much of this stuff when we should be getting the good stuff? There is good stuff that they have I'd say in every episode. No, there is. I really liked the uh, backstory we got from Blink. Yeah, I thought that that was that was that was interesting. I like that I, we got to see a little bit of and that. For a character that has been on from the pilot, we didn't know that much about her. I didn't. I was glad to. Uh, I was glad to see that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was really cool. And I did. I did like that backstory with Lauren. I really like what we're getting from Polaris. Finally, yeah, I like seeing her kind of playing um, the inner circle a bit. Yeah, well, not a bit, a lot. Um, and so, and I and I like and I like just kind of seeing them work together more and seeing more powers being used. But yeah, there's just I feel like there's a lot of unnecessary drama. I'm not a huge fan of um, the Von Strucker parents. No, they've always been my the weak link in the show. Yeah, uh, they're just it's not interesting. Giving the, the dad powers was like to try and make him. They more tried, but it didn't do much for me because he's useless with them. He's he just not, has no control. He's not he's, great. Yeah. Uh, but I, anyway. I I I like the the Fenris story. I like kind of where it's heading and what they're doing with it. I, I think it can be very interesting. Uh, Blink is one of the characters I like the most. I love her. And uh, I, I look. I, I like I like the Frosts. There there's like little things. They're but cool. Any scene with uh, Agent Turner and I'm and oh, the the God. purifiers. I'm like. Enough. I really thought that they they hit the note right on the head when he's at that that like uh, home for kid, homeless kids that happen to have mutants in it, where the black kid was like, "Yeah, you know, you just run because you guys are like the clan. My grandfather Duh. didn't need a reason to run from the clan, you know." Like, your grandfather didn't need a reason. To and it's just like, yeah, Hello? doesn't anybody see what the problem is that this guy's with a hate group? And I know I, I harp on the same thing. No, it it's bothers insane. me every time. And uh, I think that they did a great job with a big surprise reveal. If you're not caught up, maybe we won't talk about it uh, just right now. But there was a, a there have been some legitimate surprises. And I'm like, you know what? I didn't see that coming. And it makes me intrigued. And keep watching, even though I'm infuriated by the show at times. Let us know in the chat how you feel. Uh, Zia, final thought on The Gifted. Uh, it, it's on this Tuesday. It's back, I believe, at 9 
uh, eight central on Fox. But uh, it's I, I honestly have almost similar. I mean, almost uh, identical thoughts to you. It's this. There's there's pockets of it that I'm like, oh, this is really cool, and I'll get interested in certain scenes, and I'll get interested in certain characters, and there'll be other scenes where I'm like wanting to scroll through my phone because I'm bored. Yeah. Like, it's it's such an, a hit-or-miss show with hit-or-miss episodes. I want it. If they could take those those pieces of good and just do the whole show like that, it'd be great. Yeah, and, you know, Andy's girlfriend, that Rebecca girl with the crazy cool oh, powers, she was one of the most interesting characters, yeah. and they killed her. I liked so, her character. That was yeah. my... No, I didn't like what yeah. she did, but the no, character made the show interesting. Yeah. Anyway, let us know what you think about The Gifted. Cloak and Dagger, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and your excitement about Legion. That's all the stuff we talked about. Next week, we'll talk more, finally, more Runaways Season 2. And who knows what other news will come up. But until then, don't forget you can catch Z and I Thursdays over on the Popcorn Talk Network at 1 Pacific on Marvel Movie News. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. Zia, where do people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's XIA underscore land. And if you like shows about um, chefs yelling at people because their restaurants are disgusting, you can hear us talk about uh, 24 Hours to Hell and Back. It's a show where Gordon Ramsay goes and makes over a whole restaurant in 24 hours. It's uh, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Hmm. I guess some of those chefs must have superpowers because I don't understand why you're doing that show. Uh, just teasing. Anyway, uh, thanks. Fun. Thanks to Zia. <laughs> thanks to everyone in the chat. And we will see you next Sunday night. But until then, Excelsior! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.